Hey everyone, it is April 9th, 2018. It's a Monday and you're listening to Uncommuted. Uh, This has been a very interesting weekend. All last week, if you'd listened to my previous podcasts, you know that I was so excited about going to this conference next month uh, in Philadelphia with uh, speakers like Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins, who I believe is the headliner. Um, But of course, this past weekend, there's a video that came out about Tony Robbins at one of his events where he's basically speaking up against the Me Too movement. Um, So just to paraphrase, he said that, you know, people use the Me Too movement to gain significance. um, And then he used, then you know, a woman spoke up and said that he was wrong about that. And then he went on to make an example about, uh, you know, he works with a lot of high-level executives. And at one point, there was one guy who uh, interviewed a woman and two men, and the woman was more qualified, but she was very attractive. And so the executive um, didn't go, didn't hire the woman because, you know, he was kind of basically, he was saying like he was afraid, you know, that something was going to happen because of this whole Me Too movement, you know, stuff. Um, and that's basically, that's. BS, like completely BS, because it sends two messages. One, that women are out here lying on men about sexual assault. And two, that, you know, had the executive hired the woman, he may not be able to help himself. And, you know, like, it's just, it's it's stupid. Um, so I was very much against what Tony Robbins said. Um, I was conflicted uh, this weekend, um, because, you know, I like Tony Robbins, I love his messages, and I love his empowerment, but I really did not like what he had to say about this, so I made the decision to, uh, to, you know, to go and see what I can do to return the ticket, and I was going to do that today. Uh, now, yesterday, he released an apology um, saying that he would never want to say anything against women. He would never want to um, say anything against the Me Too movement. And that, you know, sometimes the teacher has to become the student and, you know, he has to kind of, he has some things to learn. Um, Now, I respect that. I see everybody as human. I understand where we are in the moment and, you know, in society where we're at the changing point right now where there is still a lot of old school thinking and especially he's working with these guys who have uh, all behaved a certain way and now all of a sudden it's changing. So, you know, I get that and not everybody is able to understand Um, exactly how to change their thinking on this issue immediately. Not everybody lives on Twitter. Now, um, so I I appreciated that he was able to see the error of what he was saying and uh, make a change. Um, Now, the reason I had so many takes of this is because after seeing his apology... I was like, all right, so I'll still go. Um, But I don't know. I just, it didn't feel right. Speaking it out and saying that, you know, after all this, I'm still going to go. 
even after his apology. It's just like, I don't know, it just didn't feel right to me. And so I've decided that I'm still not going to go. Um, I'm going to see if I can return the ticket. And if I can't, then maybe I'll just go see Gary Vaynerchuk talk. Yeah, if they have like a schedule or something, then I'll just go see Gary Vaynerchuk talk and then I'll get out, you know? Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think at this moment, it remains to be seen how true his, um, his apology is. My feeling is that he is sincere after seeing all of his other content and, you know, just kind of hearing his message and everything prior to this incident, I feel as though he just made a mistake. Um, but, you know, I have to, I have to wait and see. I can't, I can't just, I don't, I personally just don't feel good, um, still supporting him and, uh, with, with the way it is now. I think it, I think I just need to let the situation kind of rest a little bit. It's still a little fresh, you know? So I need to, I need to see what I can do about returning this ticket. Um, I don't know, it's just so interesting because last week I was so gung-ho about going to this thing and now I'm like, mm, don't, don't feel too good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's my decision for today. I hope everybody understands that I am definitely an ally of the Me Too movement and, um, you know, I want to be able, I want to be able to support, uh, of people who'd been affected by, you know, sexual assault. So that's that's my story for this morning. Um, so I thank you guys for listening. That was a little that was rough. It was it was rough for me to really talk about. I'd really try not to get into the political stuff. And it's not political, but it's a politicized kind of issue. And um, yeah, it's just a little tough for me to talk about that stuff sometimes because I feel like. A lot of people want you to jump on one side or the other, and, um, you know, it's, it's difficult sometimes to figure out where exactly to fall, um, because there are a lot of nuances, but a lot of people don't want to listen to nuance, you know, I don't know, but anyway, that's it for me today. I will catch you on the way back home from work, and hopefully have something a little lighter to talk about. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm on my way back home from work and uh, I made a phone call about my uh, ticket to the conference uh, next month with, you know, Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, So I called and they said that the ticket is non-refundable so I have decided like now at this point it's like let me see whether there's going to be a schedule or something that way I can just go see Gary Vaynerchuk and then I can just dip out or whatever um you know it's unfortunate that uh that I have to kind of dip out on the whole thing or they have to even do this but you know when somebody acts up you gotta you gotta show your support in the right place you know Um, but aside from that, I have been working on, uh, interview questions 
for Ryan Douglas. I have an interview with Ryan Douglas. He's another author, young adult fiction, um, and he is set to release his debut novel in spring of 2020, actually. Um, and it's through Penguin, Penguin's Putnam imprint. Um, so, I mean, he's, you know, big, he got a, he got the, the real deal, <laughs> you know, with the, with one of the big five. So this is a, and by that, if you do, if you guys don't know, if you're not into the writer or the publishing world lingo, that means one of the big five publishers. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big deal. And, uh, I'm excited to, uh, talk to him. He has, um, some interesting views about, you know, one thing we're going to get into is, is we're going to have a bit of a discussion about Twitter culture, specifically, you know, book Twitter. Um, if any of you are interested or, or any, if any of you are, um, what's the word, man, I'm drawing blanks today like crazy. I don't know what's wrong with me. If any of you are familiar with book Twitter, then you know that it is just as uh, <laughs> dramatic as like any other section of Twitter. It's uh, in fact probably one of the more dramatic sec- sectors of Twitter. But um, so yeah, we're going to get into a conversation about that as well as uh, just the lack of representation in fiction or in literature in general or non-fiction, fiction, well, I guess non-fiction is enough, so yeah, fiction, <laughs> so yeah, lack of represent, LGBT, P, LGBT uh, representation for people of color in literature, sheesh, man, that was a mouthful, <laughs> I almost said LGBT POC, but if you guys don't know what all that means, then it's like a bunch of letters, um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that as well. And he has some interesting views. And, uh, you know, I think I have a similar viewpoint about, like, the lack of representation and um, why I decided to write what I wrote um, and am still writing. So, um, yeah, I'm interested about that. And uh, I have to go home now and do some editing. I have to write another whole new scene. Now, this one... Unlike last time, which was really short, I have a feeling this might be a little bit longer because it's not switching some things around. I actually have to create a whole scene. Like, I have to do a page break and everything and start writing some new stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, this is like, this is probably going to take me a little bit longer. So, I just need to go grab some coffee, sit down, and actually get it done and get it out of the way. Um... But yeah, it's definitely, it's needed because I need to make a link clearly defined between my, uh, my antagonist, my killer, and my, and the, and the victim. And at, the way it is right now, it's just, uh, it's not entirely vague, but it's not, it's not as clean as I would like it. So I'm going to go back in there, write a few words and uh, change it up so that the reader definitely knows what's going on or if they want, they can go deeper into the story and and pick out all of the details of the uh, killer's timeline and the killer's side of the story. 
because this whole book is done in first person. So it really limits all of the details. It limits what you can say about some of the other characters and what they're doing in the time that we don't see them because we're just following the main character the whole time. Um, but I like that challenge. You know, it's different. Like Pangea was all third person and we were able to get different points of view and that was good for that book. That worked for that book. But um, for this book, I definitely feel like I um, hit the nail on the head with the perspective as far as, you know, like the point of view. So um, I enjoyed taking, doing this exercise. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think aside from that, that's really what my night is looking like. I'm going to start advertising some more with this uh, interview coming up. I think I'm going to have to change my Facebook ad. Speaking of advertising, I tried to get more signups for my email list on Facebook. Or not on Facebook, but on Instagram stories. I have an ad running. But nobody is, uh, nobody's biting. I mean, people are sliding up and looking at the webpage, but they're not giving me, you know, their email address or anything in order to get the free uh, book. So I need to figure out what's wrong there, whether it's my targeting or whether it is, uh, you know, something to do with my website itself. I don't know. Maybe I just need to do a more, a simpler landing page so that people don't get confused or people don't, so people know exactly what it is I want them to do. So I don't know. That's all that technical marketing stuff that I've learned as well. But I'm going to go home and implement everything, and uh, that's going to be my day. But um, thank you guys for listening. I uh, look forward to recording some more stuff and uh, giving you some more of my thoughts on whatever's happening. And uh, it's just so funny how this um, ticket situation with going to this conference has now turned into a bit of a saga. So, so stay tuned to hear what happens next once, uh, once I get some details um, as to that event. And uh, I will check you guys later.